Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. The number one podcast for learning and talent development professionals. Now here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and today's episode is our bonus Q&A conversation with Larry McAllister, who is a former head of HR and VP of Talent and a consultant now, as well as the author of the new book, The Power to Transform, A Field Guide to Becoming a Human-Centered, Tech-Enabled Work Culture. Larry has become a client and a friend since I first had him on this podcast back on episode 75 in 2019. And he is going to be speaking and leading a session at our upcoming Talent Development Think Tank conference. And he is also a regular in our Talent Development Think Tank community, And at the end of this conversation, I'm going to ask Larry about his experience in the community and why you might want to consider joining. So stay tuned for that. But until then, we're going to ask Larry about some of his career accomplishments and failures, the trends and challenges he's seeing in talent development, and maybe some career advice as well. So enjoy this conversation with Larry McAllister, author of the book, The Power to Transform. All right, I'm back with Larry McAllister, who is an HR technology and transformation consultant and author of the book, The Power to Transform, A Field Guide to Building a Human-Centered, Tech-Enabled Work Culture. And Larry, when you think back across your career, you've worked in a few different organizations, done a lot of really cool things. What would you say has been your biggest accomplishment or proudest moment so far? So this is when I was, before HR, I was working at Citibank. And I saw in the newspaper back in those days that there was something called welfare to work. So I brought in, I talked to HR at the time, and I brought in 20 people who were on welfare to come work in a a mail opening bank. So checks and cash and things Mm. like that. So, you know, and so we talked to them about how to act in the workplace, you know, just stuff that would would polish, polish the idea that they would have confidence to be in this work. There were some clothes that we could bring in. And the earnestness of that group was amazing. I mean, they so made it their own. They were on the top of the leaderboard for productivity, Mm. never missed a day. After a year, only one person had turned over. And so there was 19 to 20 were there for a year and it became careers for them from welfare to work. And it it was the most proud thing I've ever done. And what then HR was like, hey, why don't you come work in HR? We think you have an aptitude (laughs) for this. And those 19 guys are men and women who were making the minimum wage. Yeah. Chipped in and bought me a Mont Blanc pen as a gift. Wow. And I still have it to this day. I can still see it on my desk over here. So that's the proudest, you know, individual moment of my career. That's so cool. Like a goosebumps listening to that story. Yeah, you you, you changed so lives with that. And it changed your life, putting you on this path through HR. And now here you are consulting with people on on HR. So funny how life works. On the flip side of that, Larry, what would you say has been one of your biggest failures or mistakes in your career? What did you learn from it? So this is, I tell this story is same place at Citibank, the head of HR was like Yoda, you know, he would only speak in like one sentences. <laughs> so I, you know, I was, I, it wasn't called transformation then, but I was trying to change the way that we were working in this, in this mail opening thing. And I was just going fast and fast and fast. So he calls me in his office and he says, you're running so fast that you're going to get to the finish line and no one's going to be there to clap for you. <laughs> and that's the end. That's the end. That's of the all day. he said. That's all he said. <laughs> And from that day forward, even today, we talked about on the podcast earlier, I had that business advisory group. Hmm. So I always have people around me advising me or bouncing ideas off of or becoming champions for us. Because from that lesson of you're running too fast, you're not bringing people along with you, I 
created other ways to make sure that's always part of how I do work. So that's another lifelong lesson for sure. Oh, love that. That's so good. Larry, what would you say is one of the biggest challenges in talent development today? So we talked about budget and which is short term, like, but I think people running into budget questions heading to 2023, probably, I don't know how unfounded that will be, but I think there is a very crowded tech space and not as coherent talent strategies. So I think people are trying to just one-off things a lot. Let me go buy a piece of software. Let me run a training as opposed to tying it together in a cohesive story. I still think that's the biggest issue. And if you are going to slow down budget-wise, what a great time to, to build out your talent strategy and tech strategy during this time, right? That's what the book talks about. Like if, if it is going to slow down, what a great time to invest in what the future, what your next three years are going to look like. Uh, I think cutting through, you'll have time to cut through some of that. Why not spend that time building out your strategy? Yeah, absolutely. Thinking about trends, what would you say is the biggest trend that you're following that you are excited about? Yeah, so I think mental fitness, I think, as I, I talked about it earlier, is really trying to find out more about that. You know, I work with Fuel 50, I work Fuel 50 and Better Up who are focused on that. I just saw a McKinsey report that said that's starting to become big engagement levers is people being cared about well-being mental fitness that's that's starting to come on the rise mm. of what keeps people engaged and retain you know uh, retained so i'm going to start trying to figure out a way to build that out to make it much more clearer for organizations to understand how they can invest in that whether it's money mindset technology i want to build i want to help build that trend out as well yeah you just said something that sparked something in me because you know i think about health and fitness and mental wellness and, and and mental health and mindfulness and all this stuff all the time. But you said people want to be cared for, cared about. And I just thought, what a big difference it makes when you know that people actually care about you, whether it be the company you work for or friends and family for that matter too. But the company you work for actually cares about you, not just the work you do. Oh yeah. I mean, I think we saw some of that in some of our pulse survey work during the pandemic. People saying, it's clear you care about us. You're invested mm. in us. That's a, like you're saying, that's a flip of a switch. Because mm -hmm. it used to be just shut up and get your job done. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, no, like when I was coming up, there's no way I would ever broach my manager with some kind of personal issue that I had. Right. But we're getting much more smarter. We're leading more with grace and care for employees. So if there's a big silver lining coming out of the pandemic, that's one of them. Uh, and I think caring for the employees and their well being is. Talk about retaining and caring and just makes you a better leader if you have yeah. that gene, you know? Yeah. Has there been a book other than yours or mine who has <laughs> uh, <laughs> has has made it a big impact for you or that you often recommend? This is one that's recent. So it's not a new book, but a recent to me. So going yeah. from corporate world to a one-man sort of show, yeah. your structure is eliminated, right? I had an EA. I had my schedule. I knew what mm -hmm. I was going to do. Now I'm like, I can do whatever I want, whatever right, I want. Right. Should I call customers today or should I work on my, you know, structuring that was yeah. tough for me the first month or two. Yeah. So I just finished reading Atomic Habits mm. and that really opened my eyes to, you know, doing small things, stacking them on top of each other, how to break bad habits. So I've, even today I applied one of the things I was like, all right, before you do your exercise, you have to get this agenda request proposal out to your customer. You can't mm. do something you like yeah. <laughs> until you do something done, you know, do something right, do something right, then do something you like. So I'm starting to apply some of those things and it's really sort of moving me through my day much easier. I need to get better at that as well. I read Atomic Habits last year. That's that's one I need to implement because I felt myself 
creeping lately on just starting my day with the things that I like to do versus like the things that I really need to do. And I feel like a lot of my success over the last few years has come down to me being able to prioritize the important things to get them done first. And that hasn't been happening as much lately. I can't believe you're saying that. You are so prolific. <laughs> you're, you're constantly <laughs> posting stuff. You're doing a, two podcasts, I think. You wrote a book. You yeah. have your you're doing this conference. I can't, That's right. I can't believe that you feel there that. There could way. be more oh. though. There could always be more, Larry. If I'm if I was more efficient with my time, I wasn't getting sucked in or distracted by things. For me, it's usually, you know, lately, I'll, I'll be honest, usually either something NFT related or social media. You know, what is it that I'm getting sucked into? Is it Instagram, Twitter, whatever? I um, saw your bulls this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. You're on on Twitter. It's <laughs> been an interesting ride. We we'll have to talk about that offline. Sorry. Speaking of that, though, on a sort of somewhat related note, Larry, is there an app or a tool or a platform you've been using that you really like or helps you get your job better done better? So I'm testing this one, which I think is really beneficial for, it's an app for, I, in my mind, when I look through it, it's for like maybe new managers or people who just became a manager or something like that. It's called Bunch. Hmm. And it has the same sentence as the Atomic Habits, which is get 1% better every day. Okay. So you do a self-assessment, you could talk to a coach, they provide to you daily, you know, tips and tricks based on what you want to learn. So mm-hmm. I, I think that daily habit of it, yep. and they have, you know, you should look into it as well, Andy, because maybe they'll use some of your career stuff on there. Yeah. So they're using different authors and different experts to broker between the customer, which is, I think is a manager, and these experts hmm. to tie those to tie the learnings together a little bit every day, a little bit every day. So I like I'm that. T- testing that one. Yeah, it's called Bunch. Bunch. Okay. Going back to that goal of getting 1% better. I just was speaking with another guest about that, that same goal, the idea of focusing on getting 1% better every day. I know James Clear talked about that in Atomic Habits. I did actually post on LinkedIn about that today, coincidentally having a discussion with you about it. Yeah. Just right before we got on this call, like an hour ago, (laughs) before we started talking. So I'll have to send that over to you. Okay, Larry, last question for those of us who are working in talent development, looking for ways to achieve more success and fulfillment in our careers. What's one more piece of advice you would give? I do think it's like, I also have a magic wand. The magic wand, where do, I, where do I want to be? Where will my career, my impact, and my influence be one year from now, 18 months from now? Like visualize it and then work backwards. I think so often, especially now with the, in the hybrid workforce, we just grind. We just mm-hmm. grind. We just grind. So to visualize what we would look like in 18 months, or if you can't think that far, 12 months. And then Tom McCamrick talks about that too, right? Ch- uh, habits are not about making the habit. It's about fulfilling your identity. Mm. And, and so what is your identity that you want to fulfill over the next 18 months? I think that that is great work to do. And thinking about in the holidays as the new year starting, like this is a, that's a good mindset shift, I think. Ooh, yeah, I love that. Getting really clear on your vision. Where do you want to get to in your career, in your life? And and who do you want to become? Like, what do you want to achieve? And as you said, who do you want to become? And then what are the things that you need to do to get there? Can you sit down and make a plan? Good time. You know, you and I are recording this for the holidays, probably come out after, but just sit down and and make a plan for how you want to get there and then start taking action on a regular basis, working that plan. Right. Because, you know, your company is going to do that, right? You're going to have your corporate goals at the beginning of the Mm -hmm. year, you know, you have your strategy, but what about you, right? What are you going to do for yourself to build that out? I think it's, Great beginning of the year is a great time to think about that stuff. I love it. Larry, in the in the last interview, we talked about the Talent Development Think Tank conference. 
that you are going to be speaking at. You've also been a longtime member of the Talent Development Think Tank community. When we started it in May of 2020, I think you were like the third person to sign up or something <laughs> like that. You're definitely one of our original founding members. I wonder if you could talk about what that experience has been like for people that are thinking about joining. What I really like about it is, one, you procure great topics. And then when you don't procure a great topic, it's just a discussion where you have people from different industries, different levels, different expertise, right? It isn't a homogeneous, everyone's nodding their head, mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of great rich ideas and people challenge each other. And so I think the group you've put together and it's growing and I recommend people to, to join because the more voices you have, the smarter you get. So that's mm -hmm. what I really enjoy about it. Not homogeneous, different expertise, yeah. uh, different industries, and 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 you bring it, you bring it out. So I, yeah, I, and I, and for people who really want to jump in and have a discussion, just like at the conference, and and that reminds me, I think about all the times that you showed up and you've been in a very senior role, you know, a, an SVP or chief, you know, type role, and you always come in with such a humble mindset of, I can learn from anybody. If there's somebody here with one year of experience, I want to know what they're working on and what can I learn from them. And I've always really admired that about you. Thank you. It's true. I believe in that, right? I mean, good ideas come from everywhere. You just have to be open to listening to them. Absolutely. hundred percent. Well, Larry, thanks again for being here. Uh, the book is The Power to Transform, A Field Guide to Building a Human-Centered, Tech-Enabled Work Culture. You can get it on Amazon. Larry's available on LinkedIn if you want to go reach out and connect with him and make sure you connect with me as well. And of course, Larry will be speaking at the Talent Development Think Tank Conference coming up on February 22nd, 23rd in Sonoma, California. Larry, thank you again for being here. Looking forward to seeing you in Sonoma. Uh, see you in Sonoma. Can't wait, Andy. All right, take care. Bye. All right, that will do it for my conversation with Larry McAllister of The Power to Transform, a field guide to building a human-centered tech-enabled work culture. I hope you got value from that conversation. I always enjoy talking with Larry. He has some great experience and insights in this world of HR and talent development, and he'll be sharing those at the Talent Development Think Tank Conference in February. So if you don't have your tickets, go check that out. Our podcast conference and community are all on our one website now, tdtt.us, as in Talent Development Think Tank tdtt.us. Head on over there to check out everything and let me know if you have any questions. I look forward to hearing from you, to seeing you at the conference. And stay tuned because there's some more great episodes coming up, including one with my friend Rachel Druckenmeller, who is just an expert on well-being and resilience, as well as my friend Jennifer Brown on how to become an inclusive leader. I know she's kind of a rock star in the area of DEI and inclusion. Another one with Martha Acosta on creating a culture of psychological safety and many others that are coming up in the future. So subscribe on whatever podcast player you listen to. I'd love for you to leave a review as well if you haven't done that and share with your colleagues so they can get value as well. All right, thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you next time.